morning we want to talk about is called the power of again. The power of again. There is a tremendous amount of power in the word again. Now, I'm, I'm sure we all have faced times when we just wanted to give in. We just wanted to give up because we will just flat give out. Anybody ever been there? Amen. Praise the Lord. Now, most of us cannot count the times we've been tempted to quit. Maybe talking to a few ministers this morning, you know what I'm talking about. If, if it were not for God's grace and the Holy Spirit, as of many a time, we would have probably quit on Monday morning. Because why? Things are always pressing in. But what happens? Through the Spirit, we get the again. And we stick in there with it. Now, because of the Holy Spirit, we don't have to quit everything. And sometimes we quit things that we shouldn't quit. You know, the Holy Spirit will always tell us, hey, there are some things you need to quit. But then there are some things, no matter what, you need to stick it out. But notice what I said. The Holy Spirit will always tell you what you need to quit and what you don't need to quit. He'll tell you what you need to do again, and he'll tell you what you don't need to do again. But when he tells you to do something again, there is power in the again. Now, history, if you'll bear with me for a few minutes, is filled with failure before success stories. Let me give you a few. Many of you probably knew this. Walt Disney was fired from the Kansas City Star, a newspaper, because his editor felt he lacked imagination and good ideas. Now, this is Walt Disney. To tell him, but you see, he was fired because the editor said, you don't have imagination. Walt Disney, of all people. Colonel Sanders' recipe, notice, he actually didn't have, he had a small restaurant, but he decided if he could franchise his recipe, he'd do a lot better. But he was rejected by 1,900 restaurant owners before someone finally picked up his franchise and made Kentucky Fried Chicken. 1,900 restaurants rejected his recipe. Wow, what a foolish thing to do. Thomas Edison, notice this, was told by his teachers that he was too stupid to learn anything. Before his death, he had patented over 1,000 patents to his name. But yet a teacher told him he was too stupid to learn anything. I actually had a teacher one time that told me that uh, I just couldn't learn. I didn't have the ability to learn. That was a long time ago, and I've learned a lot since then. Albert Einstein did not even speak until he was four. He did not read until he was seven, and he was thought by his doctors to be mentally handicapped. And look at what he did with physics. Abraham Lincoln, if you know the story about him, he failed at business. He failed at his military position, and he also failed in several elections, but eventually became the president of the United States. Failure that again and again and again led to success. Dr. Seuss, I did not know this, was rejected by 27 different publishers before he was finally published. Now, someone said failure is just life trying to move us in another direction. Can I get an amen? That's failure. Look at it again. Failure is just life trying to move us into a different direction. Now, there is no failure except in not trying again. There is no failure except in not trying again. 
But praise God. And what we're talking about today is there is power in again. Again means this. Another time. Once more. And I love this one. In addition to what you've already done. Look at that again. Now this is what again. When we're talking about doing something again. It means do it another time. It means do it once more. And it means even in addition to what's already been done. Now, I want to stress this because I don't want you to miss this main point, and I don't want to forget it. To do it again doesn't mean you do it the same way all the time. Some things you can do the same way. Colonel Sanders was just trying to sell a recipe. Some of these other things you just got to do over and over again. But I can't stress enough, you need to stay sensitive to the Holy Spirit because sometimes when you do something again, you do it a little different. And then that's what makes it happen. Sometimes we're not doing it right the first time, am I right? We, 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 we're we not quite on it. Thank God there's some things in my life I didn't get it right the first time because it would not have been as good as it could have been. But God made me go back, rethink it, go over it again, and try it a little bit different way. But still, I had to do it again. But I want you to get that. Don't miss that. Doesn't mean doing it the same way. Uh, what's the word? Insanity? Doing the same thing over and over, expecting a different result. Sometimes you're again... It's got to be done a little bit different, but the Holy Spirit will always tell you. But if there is power in again, and I know there is, let's look at some of the biblical agains. Some agains that happen in the Bible, you know a lot of these, just may need to be reminded. When Elisha prayed for rain, he told his servant to go look again seven times. Notice now, he killed the prophets. All this had happened. He said, I hear the abundance of rain. Want a cloud in the sky? That goes back to what? Speak those things that are not as though they were. God had made a promise. He was going to keep his promise. But what did he say? He said, go again. The servant would go look and come back. Master, I see now. Go again. Go again. Go again. And he kept going. And then finally he said, I see a cloud about the size of a man's hand. And he said, I hear the abundance of, a, of rain. I hear that out of a cloud about the size of a man's hand. Because what may be at a distance is going to get bigger as it gets to you. The thing that God's doing in your life right now it may look so far off. But when it gets to you, it's going to be abundant. It's going to be tremendous. That's for somebody this morning. The thing you're looking for from God seems so small right now. But the closer you get to it. My friend, it becomes an abundance, and that's what God wants to do in our life. But again, he had to go again. Jesus told the man to forgive his brother, not seven times, but 70 times seven, again, and again, and again. Why? Because there's power in forgiveness. Forgiveness is not for the other people, it's for us. And Jesus said, you keep right on forgiving. No matter what, no matter who, not, you keep right on forgiving because it's going to keep you free. The again can keep you free. There's power in again. After seven days, Noah sent out again the dove. Didn't work the first time. Dove came back. So what did he do? Seven days later, the number of God, he sent him out again. He didn't come back. Oh, when he did, he brought a, a, a leaf with him. It was the raven that didn't come back, but the dove came back with an olive leaf to let him know that the water was receding. But again, he had to send. Abraham told his servants, me and Isaac are going up on the mountain and we will come again unto you. Now hold on now. He's getting ready to sacrifice his son. He's going to kill Isaac. 
We see Abraham knows something that God had made a promise that Isaac was going to be what? Part of the seed that was going to inherit the earth through Abraham. God had made a promise. God couldn't go back on that. Abraham knew that. He said, though I kill him, though I slay him, God will raise him from the dead. And again, we're going to come back to you. That is faith. That's faith. And again, Moses confronted Pharaoh again and again and again to let God's people go until the death angel came and then he released them. But again and again, he didn't give up the first time. He went back and he went back by the instruction of God and that again, I finally got it done. Jesus told Nicodemus, you must be born again. Not again into your mother's womb, but that which is water and flesh is flesh, that which is spirit is spirit. You got to be born again. You'll never see heaven. You can't see Jesus. You can't be forgiven of your sin unless you are born again. There is power in again. There is power to save you, to restore you, to redeem you, to justify you, sanctify you, heal you, deliver you. There is power in again. And we need to learn how to use that again. The angels told the disciples when Jesus ascended up into glory, why you stand gazing? This same Jesus you've seen rise will come again. He's coming again. We need to get a hold of that. That Jesus, he is coming again. Jesus is coming again. Did you get that? He made a promise and he keeps his promise. The Bible is filled with again and again and again. But I want you to notice something. Negative and positive. There are a lot of agains in the Bible that aren't so good. You see, there's power in again to bring a blessing or to bring a curse. Well, Brother Mills, what do you mean by that? For those who continue sinning, for those who keep rebelling again and again and again, those who keep disobeying God again and again and again, they will receive and did receive in the Bible unpleasant rewards for their deeds. Often they were led into captivity. Often they were destroyed. You see, there is power in the again to either bless you or curse you. And it's up to us. Well, again, I'm not going to try again. Well, that again is going to keep you in lack. But when we try again and we do again and we go again and we be again and we love again and again and again by the Spirit, we're going to be blessed. But praise God, there is. There is power in the again that will restore us, it will bless us, it will save us, there is power that it will deliver us, again can promote us, again can prosper us, again can strengthen us, again will direct us, again will correct us if needed, and again will provide for us. Can I say that again? There is power in the again. These are just some of the things. Again can restore you. Again can bless you. Again can save you. Again can deliver, it can promote, it can prosper you. Again will strengthen you, it will direct you. Again can correct you to get you on the right path. Again will provide for us. Again, there's power in the again. Even if we have strayed from the Lord, there is power again to bring us back to the Lord. How do you know that? It says so in Acts 3.19. So repent, which means change your mind and purpose. Turn around and return. Turn around and return. That means again. And be restored and renewed. Turn around. There is power in repentance when we turn again. 
to the Lord. And it goes on, turn around to the Lord that your sins may be erased or blotted out, wiped clean. That times of refreshing, which means reviving, may come from the presence of the Lord. Notice, you've come back to the Lord. You're back in His presence. And where you have His presence, you have His blessing. You have His favor. You have His love. You have His mercy. But only if what? You turn again. Repent. Change your mind. Change your purpose. And turn around and return, which means again be restored. Again be renewed unto the Lord. There is power in that. Thank God for repentance. In Romans 8.15, the power of again gives us the spirit of adoption, whereby we're able to call God our Father. Also in Romans 8.15, there is power again released from for us from the bondage of fear. The Bible tells us we don't have to live in fear. The Bible says that we are adopted. We can call God Abba, Father. But also that we are released from the bondage of fear. Again, turning to the Lord. Again, trusting the Lord. And it'll break the fear of bondage off our life. In Matthew 18, 19, the power of again brings unity. It brings fellowship. It brings agreement. It brings provision. Look at what it says. Again, Jesus says unto you, if two of you shall agree on earth as touching anything, anything that you ask, it shall be given. It means a line at the word, it shall be done unto you by my Father which is in heaven. So look at what he says. Again, Jesus is reminding us, if any two of you shall agree on earth as touching that means anything that you should ask, and it's got to line up to the word, if it aligns up to the standard, the principle, the teaching of the word of God, and we ask for it, Jesus said it's going to be granted. But what? You've got to do it again. You've got to trust him again. You've got to walk in faith again. And when you do it again, that power of again releases the presence of God to do and provide what only God can do and give. In Psalm 42 verse 5, it says, even when we feel cast down, the Bible says, we have power to yet praise God for the help of his presence. Look at that again, again in Psalm 45 two. even when we feel cast down. Have you ever felt cast down? Have you ever felt beat down? Have you ever felt like you just wanted to give up? Have you ever felt like just wanted to quit? Well, look at what it says here. The power of again, even in our situation, will allow us to praise God. It don't even make sense, but we praise him anyway. And then all of a sudden his presence comes in, lifts us up, gives us strength, gives us hope. And then again, we can press on. In Philippians 4, 4, it says, rejoice in the Lord. And again, Paul says, I said rejoice. Why? Because once is not enough. He said, don't just rejoice. Keep on rejoicing. Don't just shout. Keep on shouting. Keep on trusting. Keep on with the faith. My friends, every day of your life, you need the power of again. Every morning when I get up again, I'm going to get in the presence of the Lord. Again, I'm going to read the word. Again, I'm going to trust him. You see, every day, the power of again is available. But the power of again, I must stress again, will bless you or to curse you. If again, you don't pray. If again, you don't seek the Lord. If again, you follow the flesh. My friends, it's going to lead to destruction. Don't allow Satan to ever steal your again. Don't ever allow Satan 
um, any way, shape, form, or fashion, physically, mentally, emotionally, socially, financially, spiritually, don't ever let the devil steal your potential of again. Because there's power in again. We need to focus on the word. We need to follow the spirit, no matter what, and go again. Try again. We got to go again. When you get up tomorrow, you keep on again and again and again. And until Jesus comes, you walk and live in the power of the again. And said, if I'm going to do it again, it's not going to be sin. It's not going to be the flesh. Again and again and again in the spirit. Again and again and again in the presence. Again and again and again in the word. Again and again and again in the presence. Whatever I got to do, I'm staying. My again. Is going to be in the spirit. The Bible says if you walk in the spirit, you won't fulfill the lust of the flesh. You see, you've got an again. You're going to have an again, but what is your again? What's it going to be? Is it going to always lead you in the way of the Lord? Because that's the way the spirit's always drawing us. If you take up your cross daily and follow Jesus again, again, why? Because it's a new day. That means you've got to do something again. Either that or you don't do it at all. Every day presents us with opportunity after opportunity of the again. The power of the again. And it's up to us what that again is. But we need to stay in that word. We need to make adjustments if necessary. This is what I stressed at the beginning of the program. Your again might require you do it a little bit different. <coughs> Kim and I took a, I don't know what it was, a psychological test yesterday or something. Man, when we're riding, she is Googling stuff and it's amazing some of the stuff she comes up with, but we did a psychological test. <coughs> and, uh, and one of the things that it was asking is, are you a person who loves to do things different and change or whatever? And I'll be honest with you, I don't, if it's working, I don't always want to change it. I, I'm kind of from the old school. If it's working, why are you going to mess with it? But you know, but then it goes on to ask, you know, are you subject to change if it's going to make things better or whatever? But a lot of us, we just don't like that change. Matter of fact, we went in school. They taught us don't ever use the word change when you're preaching. If you want your congregation to go in a different direction, tell them you're going to make improvements. We're not going to change anything. We're just going to make some improvements, which means we accept kind of how things are going, but we want to adjust it a little bit. That does sound a whole lot better, does it? I'm all about making improvements. My friends, sometimes your again, my again might have to be adjusted. You see, that's some folks listening today. Come on, let's be honest. Your again is the same it was weeks ago, months ago, years ago. <coughs> you haven't changed. You haven't made adjustments. You haven't made improvements in the Word of God, yeah, and, and, and what the Word is saying to you. Well, that's what I mean by the Word of God. We're not making a jet. You see, when we stay in the Word, when we stay in the Spirit, it tweaks us constantly. You know, something that I had an attitude about yesterday and an opinion about tomorrow, I'm going to have the facts about it the next day. Because as I'm growing and the Spirit is tweaking me, praise God, then I can make the adjustment so that my, again becomes productive and not just, come on now, doing the same things over and over again. As I used to say, I'm going to drink, give you time to think, so work on that. Thank you, baby. I must have sucked up some of this pollen out here. But do you, but do you understand what I'm saying? 
again, doing it again and again and again, if you're not progressing, is not a good thing either. Now, you say, well, it's better that than not doing anything. Well, if you're not accomplishing anything, come on. You know, you got to stay in the spirit and let the spirit direct the power of your again. Because he does want you to do it again. He does want you to try again, hope again, believe again. He wants you to do that. But sometimes we got to, through the spirit and through the word, tweak the way we do it again. So that we can keep progressing, going higher, going deeper. If that's the term you like, like to use in the Lord. Now, <clears throat> if your intent is to please God and to honor God with every fiber of your being. And we all want to do that then I want to tell you, you need to try again. What do you mean? What, what are some things we need to do again? I believe there's some people today, you need to dream again. You quit dreaming. You gave up on your dream. You let the devil, just, remember what I said at the top of the page, don't allow Satan to steal you again. You allowed the devil to take you again, the power of you again. You gave up. You quit. But I want to tell you today, if it's in the word of God, if it's under the direction of God, if you're still being stirred by God, you need to get up. You need to dream again. You know, maybe it has changed a little bit. You know, I, I told somebody one time, I said, you know, uh, chances are if, if you're my age, if you're 50, 50 some years old, you, you're not going to win the trophy of being the prom queen. That dream's gone. But that doesn't mean that you can't have another dream, that you can't push on to something. You know, God gives us dreams all the time. You know, I wouldn't be doing what I'm doing today if it was not first a dream. If I didn't see it in the spirit. You know, Kim and I, what we do, we get we get along with the Lord. We listen to God, and he, he shows us through visions and dreams a lot of times what he wants us to do. But what happened if we made a decision because something didn't work? Well, we're just not going to dream again. When I'm stirred with that, I'm just not going to do anything about it. My friend, we would miss so much. You'd miss so much. Some of you are missing out right now because you quit dreaming. But I want to tell you what, right now the Holy Spirit says dream again. Dream again. I'm going to show you some things and I want you to pursue it because there's power in again. And it's going to work this time. But do it my way. Do it my Follow me and do it again. Dream again. And I'm going to do awesome things. Some of you need to love again. You quit loving. You got hurt. Somebody broke your heart. Somebody said something. Somebody did something. And it's just easy to not love anybody. But you know, that'll never work because God is love. And if God's in you, He wants to flow through you. And my friends, when God loves through you, Love comes back to you. When God is in you and he's flowing, that's like streams of living water. If the, I really believe this with all my heart. If the love of God is in you and you're not giving it to anybody else, you become stagnant. Because that, that love can't flow. That water can't flow. That presence can't flow. And it becomes stagnant. If you've ever seen water out in a pond that doesn't have any flow in it, it becomes stagnant. And my friends today, God says, come on, try it. Release it. Release it. Love again. Love again. Love again. God said, I am love. You are, and I'm going to love through you, and you're going to become love, and he's going to bless you. Now, if you love somebody and they don't love you back, God said, that's got nothing to do with you because I'm going to love you for loving somebody. God said, did you get that? God said, I'm going to love you for loving somebody. My love is flowing through you. He said, you're the one being blessed by the overflow of my love coming through you. Don't allow what somebody else did or said in your past to keep you from loving again. You go ahead on and love anyway. You go ahead on and love in spite of all that was said and done. And the love of God flowing through you is going to bless you tremendously. Love again. Dream again. Forgive again. What did Jesus say? 70 times 70. Why? Because it releases you. There's somebody listening this morning. 
my friends, you are bound up with, with, with bitterness. And let me tell you, I've been down those roads. I've had things said about me. I've had things done to me. I've had people lie to me. And folks, I'm going to be honest with you too. I have probably hurt some people along the way too. How many would be honest and say amen? We've all hurt somebody, maybe through something we've said, something we've done, something we didn't do. And it doesn't matter if it's your family, if it's somebody you work with. We've all been there. We've all done that and we've all experienced that. But today I want to tell you there's power in the again to forgive. And all you got to do right now is say, Lord, through your power of the Holy Spirit, I release this and I forgive and let it go. Well, Brother Mills, I can't forget. You're never going to forget, but you can decide what you allow it to do in your life. Every action has a reaction. My friends, it doesn't matter what knocks at the door. It's whether you're going to answer or not. Oh, there's a lot of good stuff here, right? But I really want you to get this. There is power in forgiveness. Forgive. Forgive. Well, I can't do it. You're right. You can't. But through the power of the Holy Spirit, you can. You see, I couldn't. That, that things in my life I, I was holding on to. And God just got in me one day and said, hey, you got this. This stuff's deep. And this is the reason this is happening. You, you're having some issues here because of some unforgiveness that's deep down inside of you that you think you forgot about, but it's still there. And I remember when I gave, I said, all right, Lord, I release it to you. I release those people, that person, whatever, and freedom rushed into my life. Why? Because there's power in the again to forgive again, to hope again. Somebody needs to hope again. Can I say this today? Somebody needs to preach again. You just need to preach to yourself again. You just need to preach again. Maybe God called you and you said, well, I missed it. No, you didn't. God doesn't withdraw his call. He never withdraws his call. If you were called to preach, preach, preach. And that brother, sister, preach. If that's what you were called to do, do it. If you've got a Facebook, you're watching this one, I believe everybody, I, and Kim and I stress this, I believe everybody who has an avenue to social media ought to be using it for the ministry. You know, can I say this? Without, I'm not going to be ugly about this, but have you ever heard the term too much information? You know, sometimes when I look at people's face, it's just too much information about a lot of stuff that has no eternal value at all. Well, Brother Mills, that's what Facebook is. No, that's what Facebook is for the world. I want you to take Facebook and YouTube and Twitter and all these other things that they've got that I don't even know about yet, and I dare you to turn it toward ministry. Well, how do I turn my Facebook to ministry? You start putting little scriptures on there. You start putting little words of encouragement on there. You start finding things that you feel would edify somebody else, and you start putting it on there. That, that's how you minister. The same way Kim and I do. You don't have to have a preaching page, but you can present the gospel. You can share your testimony. You can be a witness. You can encourage people. You can turn your thing into a prayer ministry. Start telling your friends, hey, on, at this such time every week, I'm praying. If you got a prayer item, send it to me. And let your friends start trusting you to pray for them. There's so many ways. But what does it say? Preach again. That means get back to your calling. Teach again. And some of you quit teaching because somebody said something. Or can I say this? Maybe we got a little lazy. Sometimes we get tired and we think we want a break and then we take one too long. It's kind of like if you miss a Sunday, no big deal if you miss two Sundays. But if you miss three or four, you're out of the habit. I'm looking so forward to going back to church and being with our church family. I'm, I'm excited about that. I know you are too. But if you've been called to teach, then by all means teach. 
If you've been called to prophesy, maybe somebody said something or whatever over a word that you had. Maybe you missed it. My friends, I'd rather give somebody a word sometime and miss it than to never give anybody a word at all. Sometimes you might miss it. But I'm telling you what, if you stay in the Spirit, if you let God lead you, if you follow Jesus, you're not going to miss it. You're going to be close anyway. But prophesy again. Believe again. The devil's trying to, his lies and deception. He doesn't want you to believe and trust God, but I dare you believe again. If you are believing God for something and it lines up to his word, believe again. Witness again. Witness again and again and again. Maybe they didn't accept the Lord. But what did Paul say? So one person plants. Another person waters, and another person comes along and gets the harvest. There's three different stages right there. Sometimes you may just be planting. Sometimes you may just be watering. Sometimes you may be the one that gets the harvest. But the whole thing is witness again. There is power. What, what kind of power is there? With? Somebody comes to Jesus. Somebody's influenced by Jesus. Somebody is stopping to think about Jesus because you witnessed again. There's power in the again to bring people to Christ. Pray again. I can't stress that enough. Paul said pray without ceasing. Here we go. Sing again. Sing again. Sometimes we let the devil steal our song. I'm not saying you got to get in a choir or get on a praise team. We all have the ability to sing because it lifts our spirits. Sing again. Worship and praise again. Give again. Give again. Maybe you got out of the habit of giving. I know a lot of folks we haven't been in church... You know, Pastor said the other day at Pastor Dan that a lot of folks have been faithful sending in their tithes. I pray that if you've got a church, you've been sending in your tithe. But you see, the devil's tempting a lot of people. Oh, well, you're not at church. You don't have to give it. My friends, the church is still the church. They still need to function. So learn what? Give again. Give again. And if you haven't been giving, ask God to forgive you and get back on track. Give again. I love this part, dance again. I can't wait to get back to church and dance again. I used to love the dance. When, you know, we, I'm going to dance when God tells me to dance. I'm not when he tells me, but I, I, there's so much freedom in the dance. I'm going to dance again. I know I am. I'm going to dance again when I've been given the opportunity, and I'm going to shout again. These are just some of the things that we can do again, and every one of these again have power. I hope you see this today. Thomas Palmer said this, in case if you did not know. He's the guy that came up with this quote. If at first you don't succeed, try Try again and again and again. But remember, follow the word, listen to the spirit, because you may have to make adjustments in you again. Closing out today, if God be for us, the Bible says, which includes our success and our victories, then who or what in the world can be against us? If you don't know Christ today, I want to invite you. A, B, C, and D. If you don't have a relationship with Jesus, he loves you. He wants to do an awesome thing in you today. Today, Jesus wants to be your Lord and Savior and bless you and help you with everything that you're going through in life. He wants you to know God is your Father today. So if you don't know Jesus, I invite you right now to just accept him into your heart. Just say, Lord, I'm accepting you into my heart. I believe in my heart that God raised you from the dead because there's power in the resurrection. And confess your sins. What that mean? Lord, I'm a sinner. And I need your salvation. And the D is do it today because we don't have a promise of tomorrow. Remember what I said? You men of Galilee, why do you stand gazing? The same Jesus you've seen go is coming again. Jesus is coming again. There's going to be a rapture one day. Or we may die before then. But we're going to meet the Lord one day. Do you know him? If not, 
Just ask him into your heart today. Call him Lord and then get into the word of God. Let us know because we've got a booklet we want to send you.